Record mode. Fresh from my fresh podcast, Curtis Metcalf. Coming at you again. Another another episode. Another fly episode. Another future classic episode. And I have my man, the man of the hour. Never been sour. The de facto leader of Unicorn Bonnie Hudders coming out of Mobile, Alabama. We got my man's uh, Ali Kazim right here, man. Yo, yo, yo. What's good with you, big bro? Yeah, let the, let the people out there know you out here, man. Man, appreciate you for having me on. <clears throat> Excuse me. Fresh on my fresh podcast. You know, bringing that shadow talk to the pod. Thank you for, you know, bringing bringing me in with welcome arms and you know we just about to tap in man real shadow talk and we literally in the shadows right now we really literally in the shadows you right know, now i live oh. up to my name what can i say yeah. oh and also i've been meaning to say this today too like uh shadow Yurameshi times ronin tai chi that is too hard that is too hard that is that is right there <laughs> man let people know there's been a lot going on, man. Let people know just just where you're at and what's been going on with you with the uh, with the latest with the latest, man. I know you got a uh, you got some new music out. Yeah, you got the uh, rap function going. Yes, you know uh, anything anything else of note? Like I know you're busy. You're a busy man these days and stuff. Yeah, productively busy. So. Uh, Man, yeah, where do I begin, bro? Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take your time. Take your time. Uh, take your time, Pastor. I'm just I'm just the first thing I will say is Rap Function Ten. We just came off of that. Two year anniversary. And uh just commemorative. Amazing. Literally I saw the whole city. I saw the whole city of Mobile there, bro. Everybody, you know? Yeah. People that might not even get along with each other was there. So I was just extremely mind blown to see the whole city come out, show out like the way they did. And everybody that came on that stage at Rap Function 10 did an absolutely phenomenal job. And I ain't gonna lie, having a lineup that big, it just got to a point where I was just like, I was just like, nah, I don't think I'm gonna ever, I don't think we ever gonna do a lineup that big again because that Joker had me like, stressing it was like 18 artists you know but uh overall though what i really want to say is like to see the growth of rap function to where it came from to where it's at now like is is i'm just we just grateful we just grateful uh-huh. and we making our mark and we're making our stamp on the scene which is about unity and about preserving the hip-hop culture preserving the 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 trueness and the purity and, and and the strength of what it is to be a rapper, you know? Because, like, it's about originality. It's about having a message. It's about, you know, uh, being skilled and tapped into uh, uh, the scene and knowing what you're talking about, like, being innovative, contributing. That's one thing my boy Lupe always says is, like, yo, are you contributing to hip hop? If you're not contributing, then you, you you need to relook at what you're doing, you know? So like, to see what Rap Function has come from and that's what it stands for. So when people come through here, 
it's a filter that by the time you get through it on the other side, you're going to be a way better version of yourself. You're going to have a way better understanding of that there's a professionalism level of rapping that we need to raise that bar back up and have some respect. So we've been doing rap function. It's going great. It's only going to get better. I'm excited. And then the next big thing is, you know, something me and you have talked about is like we got to push it outside the city. We got to take it further outside of Mobile. So that's the game plan right now is to take it outside of Mobile. We got a lot of other people looking at us from outside the city that they have asked us to come out to theirs and, and do some stuff. So I don't want to reveal everything until it's actually solidified all the way. But we're going to get to it. And then um, and then overall, you know, man, we can we can we can jump into the music, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we definitely can. Um, What was that? That leads me to my next question. Yeah. Uh, since you're saying uh, to get in rap function outside of the city. <clears throat> uh, was that in your original plan? for rap function like was that your overall goal or was that one of your goals for uh, rap function uh definitely in the beginning i had a slight vision of that but that wasn't really on the forefront of my mind okay what was really on the forefront of, the, of my mind was like i was saying like really bringing the community together and really creating an atmosphere that was wholesome that was about like I said, the essence of hip hop, uh, uh, rap, rapping on a high level, um, and just setting the bar to where it's like everybody can't just come in here and do that. So that was really the main focus. But now that it's growing and it's getting outside the city, I'm happy. I'm happy for it. Um, the way we branded it, the branding of it, and just how it is, you know, there's no face attached to it. It's just, it's it's for the culture, you know. And that's what I be telling people. I'm like, yo, it's bigger than that. Shit's bigger than me. Bro, I, I I I I really uh learned that recently. Like, for something to truly truly be successful, it has to supersede you. It's got to be bigger than you. It's got it, it, it's got to be a cause. It can't it you it can't just be my face and I'm trying to get rich. Like, it's got to be something that is a cause. It's for the people. It's way bigger than you. You know. And I feel like that's what rap function is. So if it's going outside the city, I'm doing whatever must we doing whatever must be done to maintain rap functions growth for the people you know and that's big because i haven't seen too many things that have sprouted automobile as far as like showcase wise go to another city and still have that identity because you you may have something a showcase or an event from the past you have like artists from those events that they were in, yeah, from those showcases that we're in, go like not really break off, but leave that and um go to another city and have to dip into what that city has. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like that's a good point. Yeah, I feel like Mobile had that problem with so many rappers, like being in certain events. Right, I ain't gonna name them, but. They would break off from there and be like, you know, that would be proving grounds. That would be stomping grounds or whatever. You know, they, they'll be regular faces at these other showcases. But then they'll go to Atlanta and get immersed in their sound. You know what I'm mm. saying? And then come back to Mobile sounding like, yeah, you spent a lot of time up in Atlanta. Yeah. And you sound like 
Like that, a thousand boy. other rappers up in Atlanta and stuff. Yeah, instead of maintaining your identity. Yeah, yeah. So that's one of my main questions I want to ask about. I wanted to ask about rap function and everything. Yeah. You know, like, was that part of your vision as well for having, like, you know, obviously it's not like rappers out of the rap function would be in would be doing that same path, you know? Yeah. That's a great question, bro. That's a great question. I would say, uh, absolutely, bro. It is 100% about us keeping our identity and maintaining what makes us us. Like, do you feel like, because you've seen the growth of UBH, do you feel like had we ridden the trends, we would have gotten further than we are right now? Or do you feel like us maintaining... Supremely, I feel like... I'm going to answer that question. Yeah. With my own eyes, seeing y'all just being in the crowd. Me, myself, being in the crowd, being yeah. in the audience. I, When you came out, I would feel like y'all needed... The, 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 that portion of stage presence that you had it was raw energy at the time it was raw energy yeah, it was, it raw. was raw energy if yeah. y'all had more training than it it would have been that but you kept folks attention with that right there it was just like it was it was just like y'all was a rap group up there and you just was missing a dj mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. as far as like the total life mm-hmm. you came you came up there and 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 you did your songs yeah and it left an impression and boy, that first one we didn't know what we was doing. I ain't gonna lie. To yeah, you. we're just on stage. Yeah, we didn't even know how to do the whole thing. Like we didn't even know about a DJ. We didn't even know how to submit the music. Y'all like, just came. We was that green, bro. Yeah, y'all just came off the street. We was that green. So the fact that R.I.P. to Seth and the Element Showcase and everything right, bring us right. into believing bless. in us. Yeah, man, that was the that was the greatest shit. We needed somebody to believe in us because. We didn't know how we didn't know the professionalism aspect of it just yet. We hadn't learned that yet. Yeah. So I'm glad he he just believed in us enough to be like shit. Let me just see what y'all do first. It's great for somebody like Seth to take chances on what is otherwise known as unproven talent. And as far as like submitters, how did how did uh, Seth hear about y'all? Uh, <laughs> I actually got the story recently from Tim OG. Shouts to my brother Tim OG. Oh yeah, shout out to uh, Tim OG. It's a dope ass show. March twenty fifth. It's a dope ass show six. Um, we gonna pull it that later. Sadly, I will not be in town that day, so I won't be there. But I'm sure my brother Ronan will be there and other UBH members. We will be in the house. Um, but my boy Tim OG actually put me on game, and he told me that at that time. Seth had asked them about um, some rappers in the scene, and you know they had seen us perform before. Uh, they was there at the uh, the, the, the one of the first. Um, I want to say no, 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 no. I want to say it was like uh, it was one of their shows we had went to, oh, or something like that. Okay, we, we had went okay. to one of them sh- one of their shows when they was putting their joints together. And we have met them there and everything. Was it with Beeman and Timmy? Be- Beeman and Timmy. Uh, exactly, Timmy Beeman. Shout out, shout out to Beeman. Beeman on fire to yeah, my boy Taco yeah, Mama. Yeah, I yeah, see you. Yeah, I see him up in <laughs> the hill. We always dap each other up. I, I don't, That's my guy. I don't, I don't ask him about. That's if, my if, guy. If, if, I don't ask him about the music because it's already known. Yes. 
beaming, man. We miss you, bro. Come back in the scene. You already know you're gonna tear it up. Yeah. And we gonna get a collabo up there. Yeah. But no, to um to to answer that, yeah. So so Tim told me recently. He was like, man. He was like, yeah. Um, we had plugged y'all in. We had let we had let Seth know about y'all. And then we we he listened to some of y'all's music and he was rocking with it. And he was like, shoot, let's just give him a chance, you know? Because yeah. they was doing. You know where they was doing their showcases. They with was him. doing that, that. Yeah, they was doing the element showcase. Yeah, they was doing that with yeah, him. Yeah, they was and doing he, elements. And what he would do, he was telling me he was like, uh, he would trust them to help put together the lineup. Oh. So, so he would bring in different people. And so that's how we got plugged in with Seth. Like he got hit to us through that, you know? So man, shouts to uh Tim and Beeman. Shouts man. to shouts to Seth RP to my brother, man. Yeah. And yeah. uh man, that's what kick started our whole career. And what I truly love the most too. R.I.P. to my brother Akeem. Literally, that was all of our first time performing on a stage. And I was there. Ever. Together. And I, re- and I remember hearing y'all. Bro, ever, bro. That yeah. was our first time. And I got the whole show on footage to this day. I got the whole hour. <laughs> you, you know what's legendary about, about talent like that? I heard some rappers from down here. Like, I'm from the trench. I'm from that, I'm from that old vocal Vietnam right there. Yeah. So I was in the streets with it. Uh it was me, uh a man by the name of uh Marco Polo, aka Polofius Jones, Def C aka y'all might know him today as Storm Palmer. And we was LAC. Yeah. And we was around your um what's my name? What's what's my boy name? Tisco. Tisco Campbell when he was uh when he had Lights Out Studio in in, in uh PA mm-hmm. and Palmer was trying to be a part of Souls of the Sack and stuff. I'm naming a whole bunch of obscure stuff. Yeah, but, it, but, but that's part of the history. Yeah. And Don Palmer was one of the biggest to come out of Mobile to do anything. You know oh, what I'm wow. saying? Not throwing no shade, not throwing no shade on anybody that gets love like that for being signed and stuff, but before before you know it started the nucleus of a whole lot of things started and we was around with those with those names your formerly known triple threat entertainment uh your your illa your dj no sweat when no sweat back then you know what i'm saying all the way you know i just recently learned uh the last mr big gave uh three six mafia all their biggest hits i'm like are you serious that might be a segment, but I could give some insight on that. Like, I'm like, are you? Si-? And then, I, and then people I, I heard rocking. the reference track. People was working. with... I heard the reference track. People was. The working. man wrote they records, bro. People was working with Mobile, bro. We the best, bro. People was working with Miss Last Mister B, bro. We really the best, bro. Like Mobile, really the best. When he when he popped off with Trial Time. And you know, shout out to uh Deadstock Jade because he was on yeah, he was in the guy. background he was in the background vocals of trial time and sat wow. and sat there and watched Ryan Craig do that whole Mr. Big I thought it was you knew I thought it, uh if only you knew album. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So after that, things happened real real rapidly mm-hmm. for him. You know, just a just a quick story to, you know, allude we would talk about the uh him giving three six day biggest hits, um, a lot of story behind that. He gave he gave Project Pat a couple too. You know he was working with Hypnotized Minds at a point in time, and he was that hook master like 
popping my collar. There's a popping my collar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Some of that, some of that COVID. Come on. Some of their biggest hits did come from that. So, like, you know, bless the family. Donald Pierce, bless the family of Last Mr. Big. Yeah. And for giving giving us for giving us hope. You know what I'm saying? Even though. It's a whole thing about them getting on the radio and that I ain't got time to get into it, you know what I'm saying? But just just to give you a view of that era mm-hmm. right there. I know you like, you know, you you talk about the 90s. That was like mid to late 90s right there, you know what I'm saying? Uh, he came out, you know, he came out of Mobile with a decidedly sound that would captivate people who was into that type of music because it was still like Master P. And no limit rocking yeah. back then, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. People was on that. He kind of like made a sound that was comparable or almost the same, but made in mobile. You know what I'm saying? And so it like you know you had to bow down to it. Him and C now, you know what I'm saying? So I is almost at a point to where the first time I heard somebody like that. I stuck with them. That's how it was with you and uh, Unicorn Bunny Hunters. UBH, just to bring it all, you, just to bring it all back yeah, 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 to yeah. where, because your names was on the lips of people with a highly valued opinion. Mm. They know their music. Mm-hmm. Okay, that story you just told me, that was confirmation about another about a few things. Like I always tell you the story of how I first heard you. And Unicorn Bonnet Hunters is from Nick at Mobile Records. Yeah. Yeah, that's a place that I go. That's a place, that's one of my spots. That's one of my spots. Yeah. Find an old vinyl. Find an old vinyl. All the vinyl that was made for, like, uh, my Beats Working series was found in that record store and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Man, that's one of the hardest names for a series I've heard, bro. <laughs> like, because you wouldn't believe how long it took me until, the fin- until I finally caught it. Because at first, I just, all I thought, I just seen that face value. I didn't understand. I didn't pick up on the double. I'm like, oh, shit, that's clever than a muff. I'm like, dang. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What, what, uh, I, I know I'm asleep, bro. It took me a minute to catch up. What you up. saying? What you saying? The the beat's working. Explain to me, okay, what's your, what's your definition of <laughs> how did that hit you? Because, like, I... I the description I, of it. I just thought when I first seen it, I thought all you were saying was... Your beats are popping. I thought that's what that meant, mm-hmm. but I didn't pick up on the uh, the phrase "beats working." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh shit, that's clever!" Mm-hmm. I was like, "You turned beats into a double, and that's your and that's the oh." I was like, "Man, yeah." I was like, "Yeah, me and bro, on the tight shoot, shout out your mention. It's official." I was like, "Oh yeah, bro, 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 bros on that time as well." <laughs> I like that. That's clever to them up. Yeah, bro. All right. For those who don't know, Beats Working is a, uh, it's my instrumental series and stuff. Yep. So it's like the records that I was really producing didn't come out in the time that they were supposed to came out in. I would make the beat tapes as like some progress report type thing. You know, it's all yeah. hip hop, but it's like these are beats that I'm working on and they're going to pay on some projects. You know, this is what I'm working on at the current time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I think it was like uh, the first beats working. The first beats working that came out in like 2013. That was when like everybody jumped on SoundCloud and stuff. 
was just throwing anything on SoundCloud. The SoundCloud, you can find anything on SoundCloud for real. Like the sound for the next three or four years after that would be found on SoundCloud. I know people was talking about Space Ghost Perp. Mm-hmm. People was finding out about uh, what's my man? Uh, point five, point five XL. It was a lot of instrumental stuff coming out. Met tonight. That's when my what my boy, my plug up in uh Birmingham, uh Zero System. Zero System had this thing he did called the Art of SoundCloud. Hmm. And he would have he would play all that vaporwave stuff. Beats, instrumental stuff, you know what I'm saying? Stuff that was about like people was killing SoundCloud and coming out with albums on Bandcamp and stuff like that. It was a whole full-fledged, like, people would make shit off video games, the whole beat tape movement and all that, your DBICs, your, um, what's my other guy, Obliv, all the crazy-ass beat makers who made the beats that, uh... I love when Bandcamp and SoundCloud first came out. You know the uh, what's fun. it called the uh, the beats the beats to vibe out to while you doing homework. Mm-hmm. Oh, that whole that whole thing right that there way, when that the beat, yeah. wave, all that low five wave, stuff that was he was a source for that. He yeah. was a source for that, and that was he played it. He freaked it because it he would crazy. get off into old jazz and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah that that's ill. So you know, coming back to the, the whole beats working, yeah, these are beats that I'm working on. And it's other people, you know. Uh, that that's one, another meaning to it. It's that's another hard. one. It's another one too that you know. That's hard, bro. So it's like, like triple, if you thinking, if it's making you think, <coughs> keep that with you because yeah. it do mean that, you know. Yeah. It's just like it's free form beats working, man. Making my music so and clever, the bro. whole thing beats working. All right, you can say it in so many different ways. You can mispronounce it and it still be right. Like beat. Working on beats, and you can flip it backwards. See, if you yep. want to working beats, uh, I'm working beats, working uh, angles. Uh, I'm working on beats because it beats working. Exactly, exactly. That's my favorite one. It's right beat. There. It beats slaving it away beats, exactly. for something that you don't love. And that was my favorite meaning of it. It was like, you know, beats as in I'm working on production, but also it beats working. Like I don't want to. Yeah, slave this is not work for me. <sighs> And that's what I loved about and it. Making like, music, and making your like, music shouldn't making your music shouldn't be work for you. Man, that was an automatic tool the second I seen it. So that. just imagine somebody on my level saying it. And it's and it's legit. Yeah. It's legitimized. Not to even turn this whole story <laughs> into me or how you first or how you first met me. It's just that this episode is about we talking about you right now you know in short in short i could talk all day about the beats working but it got the response because it's a it's a it's it's work that i wanted to share with mm-hmm. the world and stuff you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. everybody has their way of saying beats working and everything and it's like it's like to have fun with hey it. have fun with we it. gotta make an announcement shadow your meshi times ronin tai chi don't do it yet. don't do it yet. don't do it yet don't do it yet. It's coming. Don't do it yet. <laughs> Don't do it yet. I gotta manifest it, bro. I have to manifest it. I can't stop you. I can't stop you from manifesting. I gotta manifest it, man. Ooh, it's long overdue. You can't stop anybody from manifesting. Hey, look, because that it don't got it don't gotta mean a project. That could just mean a song. It could just mean 
a way of thinking. Yeah. It could be that could be the shirt. Yeah. Matter of fact, it is a shirt. www.forestcompany.com. Get your please get your beats working shirts and and take pictures of it and even pull up <laughs> pull up the projects on on SoundCloud. I'm on there, Curtis Metcalf. Go go and get y'all stuff. It's been played. It's been it's been owned. It's been on the, uh, I would say different streaming platforms, but I should get on it to where it'll be that. It's been on the shows. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, this year, man, this year, I'm, I'm, I said that, I said that, I made that announcement where I was just like, I really want to collaborate a lot more this year. I want to make that an emphasis. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, I want to collaborate, especially with. Uh, right away with everybody in, in, in Mobile that I rock with that's dope. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. From Lando to King TG to, you know, Haynes, Jay Haynes. Oh, yeah. HD, Shout him out. Shout him out. Everybody in the city that's, that's hard, that's flames. You know what I mean? Shout them out because... It's so many of it's them. So it's Mobile. We're going to have to freeze this set before a moment. We got to get into how Mobile just be styling on folks, man. Yeah. Segment two. And before I end this podcast, I want it to be completely understood. Mobile got styles out here. Mobile has styles out here. Like, not even counting me. You got Ali Kazam, who I'm interviewing. You got Jay Haynes. You got um, Fat Bastard Jay. Let me not end this episode without mentioning that man's name. And he got uh, TJ So High. Uh, with them doing what they do these are weed raps these are not weed raps they hitting you both they hitting you with a double prong attack and stuff they are they are known for for uh, rocking the party for that for that uh for the crowd like it's crazy how they can have a wide and that's a wide crowd out there, mm-hmm. they get the the skateboarders, the emos, the weed smokers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you get in a whole wave of emotions with with uh with the kind of thing that they do, mm-hmm. and it's dumping. You know, they uh they made me know who uh Rich Mob Productions is, and I like how people pick up on things and make it work for them. That yeah. whole that whole uh hard sampling. That whole hard sampling thing, yeah, they got some bounce with it. You know what I'm saying? Reminds me, reminds me of myself a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I can hear it. I can hear it. They, they ain't no, they ain't no biters because they, they know something. It's engineered well too. Shoot, I was just with Branch Mob last night. Uh, yeah, man, we uh. Just so y'all just know that, you know, one of the people he named, my boy, uh, well, let me not say it, but <laughs> on TLOL, which I was just about to get into in segment one, I want to finish that real quick, like, with TLOL, because I, I was telling you I made the statement, like, I want to work with the whole city, right? Right. What if I told you I got the whole city on TLOL? That would be, that would be... <laughs> That's a supreme move, first of all, because, like, everybody in the city ain't doing records with each other. Mm-hmm. Nah, nah. It's still, like, lines. It's just, like, everybody's cool. 
Everybody's cool with each other. They I all brought across. the whole city out for this one. What? I brought what? the whole we're city have, We're going to have to rap a taste. We're going to have to rap a taste about man, that. I the, and, and you know what? That's I should do that. I really want to do a listening session, a listening party. I might do it at Satori because I'm cool with, with, with them now. I bring the, you got a you got a uh, bring, you got a situation with Satori because Satori hasn't been. Yeah, it's, it's been a while let's since they had. It. Let's talk about it's it. It's been a while since they had somebody. Let's talk. Look, up and that light. I remember I was just going through old pictures. Yeah. Uh, just yesterday, and was thinking about. Uh, I came across some ones that um, India Rashad had. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember the uh, the winter soul sessions mm-hmm. and the spring soul shit. Yeah, she had a series. Oh, yeah, she had a nice series going on at Satori, and that's just like you know. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, we had just did mic check. That's what we did over there. And what's mic check? Mic check is a new platform that is um, powered by Rap Function and UBH, and it is an open mic platform. And the difference between mic check from rap function is rap function caters to rappers and hip hop. So we wanted to do something that invited all artists. So we were like, yo, let's start up our own open mic. And so that's how, you know, uh, shout out to my boy Michael and UBH came up with that idea. And everybody just signed off on it. And, and we've been doing it now, you know. And so it, it, it invites uh, uh, poets, spoken words. You know, singers, instrumentational artists, whatever you do, like whatever you do, rappers, whoever, like you could come and do your thing, and it's a there, there, it's a judging platform. But what's so di- cool about ours is it's a friendly competitive atmosphere because what you have to do is win over just one of the four judges because each judge at the end of it gets to select a finalist, so four finalists make make it to the last round. And then the audience chooses who wins based on crowd reaction. So it's a real fun process. And doing it the first one, man, we had it. We had it rocking, bro. Like the recap right now is on its way. It's almost done. Shouts to my boy, wait a minute. Shouts to my boy, Neil, um, head of UBH Media. Um, we got we got the recap almost done. It's coming. The Rap Function to your anniversary recap is coming on a Unicorn Bounty Hunters YouTube page. Make sure y'all subscribe. Uh, it's a lot. It's a lot of heat coming. Yeah, do your socials. Do your socials. Where, <laughs> they, where, can, where, they can, where can they catch the kid on? Yeah, man. You can catch me personally on Shadow Urameshi. U-R-A-M-E-S-H-I. Shadow Urameshi on IG. And you can catch um, the whole squad on Unicorn Bounty Hunters across any platform that you like. Just type that in. It'll pop up. And so... You know, right now for me, man, you was asking earlier in the focus right now for this year, bro, is TLOL, which is To Live One's Life. It is my sequel to my first album, One Life to Live. Wait, hold on. TLOL, To Live One's Life. And your first <laughs> your first joint was One Life to Live. At 16 years old. Get at 16 <laughs> years old. People talk, shouts to Earl Sweatshirt, shouts to Nas. When I go back and listen to One Life to Live and I think about the concept, the cleverness, the just the hook, just every everything about the project, the level it was at, how well it's aged, and the, the reaction and the doors open and the people that I've met from it, like, that was at 16. 
So now at 28, I get to give y'all to live one's life because in, in this project with a title, I'm saying I've lived enough life from there to now, you know? So it's like, All right. it's the sequel now. It's to live one's life. It's one life to live from the beginning I'm blown to where I'm by this, I'm blown by this album because, Thank like, you, bro. you said it's a sequel. And then you yes. just like, yeah, the same thing you said that I'll be doing with Beats Working. Yeah. It's like, you the play off. this yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like yeah. a lot. And honestly, it just came to me. Like, it wasn't no, like, I just sat there and just thought about it. Like, it really just, that's how I know the most how it really is, like, connecting dots for me. Okay. Uh, like, honestly. Tell me, tell me about the album. Uh, to Live One's Life is a project that I started in 20, I believe I started it in like 2018 and maybe, maybe 2017 I started it and I, I was working on other projects as well, but I was just challenging myself with each project to do something different conceptually. So with this project, I can't give away the concept all the way just yet because I want y'all to really be blown away when y'all listen to it as a, mm. a, a as a fan for the like first time uh, as far as the theme but what I can say is when I was working on it at that time you know my, my all my brothers on UBH were around and one of my brothers was Akeem right and he was one of the prodigies on UBH you know what I mean and around 2019 that's when my brother transcended so when that happened I had to put a hold on the project just to respect bro because at that time he came in the studio and he worked on a project with me and he was supposed to be on a song called cosby crosby so he laid down a rough and i was like all right bet he was supposed to come back and lay down the official whole verse the way it's supposed to be and you know shortly after a few weeks after that or, or, or maybe i don't know i got the time lapse wrong but sometime after that you know everything happened so after that, like I said, I decided to hold off the project four years later now or five years. I don't know how many years, but um, 2023 now, it just feels right. Um, I really we I really cleaned up the, the, the verse for him. It sounds great. He stepped all over the verse. And so we officially did uh, get a bunch of people. My bro, Hydro Jetson, my bro out of, out of New Orleans and Mobile, my boy, YSC Young J out of Gulfport, Mississippi, met him at uh, the We Are The Coast event that he runs. He's a great rapper, so we connected, put him on the track, and of course, you got Shadow Yurameshi on it, so I was like, man, it's only right. This is the first single of TLOL. Dropped it, commemorate my bro, Akeem, and you know, I just felt like it was a good way to start off the, uh, the rollout. Man, that's amazing. I'm stuck on the fact that you kept your homie's verse yeah. for that long. Yeah, man. And then this situation it was done all in it sounds like everything was all done in a divine positive spirit yeah yeah i agree <clears throat> i yeah. definitely agree because it was i was really big on like just respecting bro and all of that i didn't want to i didn't want to clout chase nothing or anything like that it was really like the perfect time because this is a good enough time where i feel like people have somewhat healed but his name is still ringing. Yeah. And he was truly... And you know he was a part of UBH because you listen to Locals Only. He was a part of those sessions. Oh, man. He knocked out his verses. To me, the first time I saw him was the first time I saw y'all. Yeah. And I always thought he was part of the camp. Yeah. He, I mean, you know, yeah. like the immediate group. Yeah. The immediate group, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah he you caught know. on. He caught on at the perfect time, man. 
he caught on at the perfect time. You know, he caught on right when we were like really ramp, starting to ramp up and we all got together. We met him. So like you said, it was really like everything was really divine. Like it was like, I believe everybody you meet is, is for a reason. It's not, I don't believe in coincidences or anything like that. Like everything to me happens for a reason. It has to, you attracted it, you know? Yeah. So having bro in my life and me in his life, it was amazing, you know? So yeah, he was there. From day one with the whole UBH, he was a part of that whole journey. So this was a great way to keep his name alive, keep it ringing. And, man, I ain't going to lie to you, man. He sounds phenomenal on the goddamn track, man. He sounds phenomenal, man. Like, he just, his flow is crazy. The bars are great. You know what I mean? Um, he's really shadow talking on there. Like, he's saying some shit, man. Like, I advise everybody go. And what I did was... I wanted to drop the song immediately because with the streaming platforms, you got to wait two, three weeks, right? So I was like, no, nah, I want to drop this immediately. So I dropped it exclusively right now on SoundCloud and on Audio Mac. So y'all go check that out on both platforms because mm -hmm. when I drop the whole project, it'll be on streaming platforms. So everything will be out. But as far as the singles right now, I'm taking a different route. I'm trying to bring people to our SoundCloud, to our YouTube, to, to our areas that we control. You know what I mean? All right, all Come right. over here and listen to us. Come follow us on SoundCloud. What, you know? was the, what was the decision behind doing it that way versus waiting on, you know, yeah. versus waiting, on, question. Uh, waiting on your uh, title, your Spotify, right. your YouTube music, yeah. Amazon? Because it wasn't about the money this time. I'm not tripping on the money for it this time. Because when, 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 when the project drops, it'll be dropped ahead of time. It'll be on a pro streaming platform. So I'm not tripping on the singles. Yeah. The singles, I just wanted to get the music out to the people. Like, do you understand, bro? This Cosby Crosby track was literally made in a span of, like, a few days. Like, Hydro laid down his verse uh, a year or so, or, or maybe months back. So I've been had his verse. So my verse was still unfinished. So I sent just that verse of Hydro to YSE. He got it, laid his, sent it back to me. Then I got to run to the studio immediately because I promised people, yo, I'm going to drop it by tomorrow. Yeah. The day before, I'm literally laying, laying down that verse. Like, that's how immediate I got this shit together. Like, I'm laying down that verse hours before. Bro, by 10 o'clock in the morning, right when I dropped it is right when I finished it. As far as the mixing, everything. Like that's how I ain't wanna I ain't wanna wait another two, three weeks for y'all to hear this. I was like, no, nah, I want y'all to hear this right away. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it was fun for me because I love to me that feels like real hip hop. Like I'm in the moment. I'm really living in the moment. I gotta make this happen, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I really feel like all of the greatest hits that we love and the greatest moments we love, it was spontaneous. It was in the moment, you know? It was just they gained their superpowers and now they're not even thinking about it. It's just they're just in the flow of things now, you know? So this was that moment for me, and I want to do this with the whole project. Like I'm, I'm dropping a single, you know, I'm dropping two more singles, maybe three more before the out al before the album drops. <laughs> right. Okay. That's that's, man. That's stellar. You were it's, that's inspiring too, because it's like you working at breakneck speed. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love it because I want the challenge. It's gonna wake me up because I just been going through so much in life these this past seven years. And I really been, didn't have a chance to fully lock in on my uh, on my talent and my, on my skill set and really just do it and and put myself in front of people, you know, because I realized like, yeah, you got talent, but you got to be mark. You got to have some marketable ability. You got to market yourself to people, too. You got to get out here. So I was like, man, I got to I got to take a path where I'm putting out consistent music 
and I'm really out here doing shows. So that's what it's all about right now, bro. T-L-O-L, I stayed true to my word when I said I'm about to work with everybody in the city. Y'all about to see. Man. Like, oh, and I, we added an, a, a new track to the project. It, it bumped to 12 tracks now. yeah so yeah it's big time over here man like this album is like i'm telling you like it's the album of the year a-o-t-y that's right i'm stamping it i'm standing on it always like your uh always like your candor and your approach (laughs) thank you to music like if nobody else thinks it's classic it's like damn that it's classic. I mean, I love it. I'm on it. I'm I made on it. it. I love it. And you know what always comes back around? I was right. Then people will come back around and be like, no, Golden Form is classic. No, One Life to Live is classic. Oh, shit, Locals Only is fucking classic. That's Y'all uh, just y'all just captured a mobile history with that. It's dark, like, word, thank you. Dark Tournament. Oh, you, yeah. Dark <laughs> People forgot dark about tournament. Dark Tournament. I used, to, I used to do three-mile jogs to Dark Tournament, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the day it dropped that morning, I went jogging. Let me put this. Let me put this. That's love. Let me, let me put this dark. People forgot on about the dark like, tournament yeah, series. You know the dark I gotta tournament bring it series, back. Man. I gotta bring the dark tournament series back. The dark tournament series. Just because hey, you said that. Everybody's got a project that they like from their artists that they uh um, damn man that they brought back. Like you really, you really I was talking with that one. I was talking to uh, I was talking to uh Vega. I was talking to uh, Trey Vega the uh, other day uh, about something off the record, but he told me yesterday that he was gonna go back and bump that uh, play that Baba Yaga, that Baba Yaga he dropped lights. Mm. Vega is one that he says he says uh, that me and uh, Kanye Eight Thousand birthed him, but. He he is his own. He is his own. He is his own entity. He is really is Batman, uh, Liquid Snake out here, you know. Yeah. He done did the the projects he released. Man, I wish I still had. I probably still do. I have his uh his first mixtapes he did. Yeah. Things like the campaign and anti graffiti. Cause he's supposed to came out with this album called uh, American Graffiti, and that shit was going to be. <laughs> I mean, damn, he was already dropping dope ass prequels like a, uh, like a uh, Metal Gear Liquid. Metal Gear Liquid is just bananas with a uh, with a uh, 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 Saint Hope on the beat, Saint Hope New uh, New Nation, mm-hmm. and all that, mm-hmm. and that's another collective that has dropped. Local classics, like I feel, mm-hmm. I will be a classics. Like mm-hmm. out definitely. the camp, out the camp that no HGH. Yeah. Like when cats was really, you didn't think it was real until somebody from your city dropped some on that piff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to that piff, man. And other people out the camp are making classic material. Yeah. You know, Equal's got something. I bought the old Equal joint like last month. Just for Valentine's Day, just for old sake, he had Shout this joint. Shout to my big bro. He man. had this. I got to have him. He didn't ask to be on the old show. Um, he had this joint out in like 2011 or 2012 called uh, the Dwelle Tape. The Dwelle Pack, where he rapped to, he made five joints. 
he made five songs on there, and he all rapped to the dude Dwelle, who be with uh, Slum Village who yeah. from Detroit and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And Dwelle, yeah, yeah, he did he did stuff off of his groove. I don't think nobody has ever done that, you know. Mm -hmm. So, just out of their camp, you got folks that you got you got classic stuff that they they they, they have done, and just being that movement. And mobile that it was, you know what I'm saying? And then you got this, you got this blackness, you got this uh, bohemian, we got this militancy, you got mm. this so vibrant, mm. like you know, mm. you know, you could tell everybody listened to some form of neo soul or yeah. just little outcasts like that, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, they came out of mobile, yeah. but they don't sound like nothing they influenced by. You know, you know, you know where it's coming from, mm -hmm. and you got that, you have that down here. Yeah. You can have somebody that can straight sing and just. Pull your soul in, or you can have somebody that can rap, get rap your head off, yeah. and make some soulful stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like shifting the gear on them. It's it's like you shift the gear on them when you when you proving you could do another form of music. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of dope rappers. It it was a lot of dope rappers down here who switched their thing up to like you know, you know. Their voice staying in the gear, but they stayed in something too long to where it's like nobody knows what you did first. Yeah. Yeah. You had a bunch of rappers down here like that. Yeah. I know a couple of them. They switched from rapping to the spoken word shit, and you a legend. <laughs> you a legend for that spoken word. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's all folks know you for. Yeah. Now you have groups and soloists that are like, you know, we didn't got to the point to where. Cats is getting on stage with instruments. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 The only thing I don't like about it is like we don't have a whole bunch of DJs because it used to be, it used to be everybody wants to be a DJ but don't nobody play anything. That's a whole other subject though. That's yeah. a whole other subject don't though. We talk about DJ. styles. Yeah. As far as the rapping. Yeah. Talk to me, man. Uh. I would be remiss if I don't mention myself, but I got a lot of people that I, I like. <laughs> yeah. I like, um, I don't want to say the obvious. Let's see, Beeman, Timmy, Ooh. uh, Mike Willion, Mike mm -hmm. Willion, when he was like, you know, when he was doing the shows out here, man, he'd have put out, he'd have put out projects. Dang. He'd have put out projects. Boy, he got, he got, man, that's the Mike Williams. He follows Mike us. Williams is one of the ones that don't that don't never that don't never be mentioned. Yeah. But I remember, I remember when like that man was just coming out the interstate music. Even before interstate music, that was selective hand. That was the whole the whole thing about them being two Mike Wills out. That was Mike Will. Oh, yeah. And he, he put the question mark behind his, like, who is Mike Will? Well, the other was Mike Will made it. The producer, mm -hmm. Mike Will made it and stuff. They had something like, I'd heard, I'd heard that and know where it came from. That was another guy when uh, Kanzi had the studio in the, uh, in the trench. That was a guy came over named Soldier Boy. And this before Soldier Boy DeAndre Wade came out, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, that that era right there was like somebody out of Mobile could have made it back then, but then they would have got held back some type of way. And, you know, 
Rich Boy wasn't no fluke because he was out here. He dropping his album in the same time that Kanye is dropping Graduation. Yeah. And Rich Boy got throwing them D's out on him, you know. Yeah. So it's just like. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So you got people stars. You got. The whole bulletproof. I can't just say. I can't say. I, I just can't say one. One. The whole bulletproof elite. We got. You got everybody from the past. Uh, the Mert. Uh, the Pat Man. Of course, Kanzi. Shout out to uh, the boy Filthy. BJ. Shout out to Coast. Shout out to uh, Trail. Shout out to. Shout out to me. Because I was there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of who else, man. Uh, that's man, Bianca Clark. Shouts my boy, Malik Rose. Malik Rose. See, that's some more people that man, I don't I shout, don't know. Shouts my boy, Mark Wicks. Of course. Man, shout, shout, shouts my boy, Titus. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's, like I said, shouts my boy, Ink. Of course. Of uh, course. Like, you know. Man, the scene is Ink so, and I did a joint. Ink shouts, and I, shouts to Kenzie. Ink and I got a uh, joint Sh- called big, Dream big, Takers. Oh, heck yeah. Big shouts to DJ Pharaoh. Right, um, right, right. Got to shout out DJ No Sweat. Got to get you on the show. Big shouts to DJ Wormser. That's another one I was thinking shouts about. Shouts to my you know guy. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, big yeah, shouts yeah. to my guy. Like seeing them from the beginning. Heck Everybody yeah. name. All, Everybody my day, name. all the day ones, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I seen a lot of great faces at Mike Check 1. Mike Check 2. March 23rd, next Thursday, doors open at 6. Show starts at 7. It's going to be Liddy, Committee. It's going to go crazy. Where's it going to be at? At Satori at 5460 Old Shell Road, right there in front of University, South Alabama. It's right so, there in that, in, that, in that corner, in, in, that, that, corner. in that four-way right yep, there, yep. Yep. in that Pu- intersection. Plenty parking, pull up in, vibe out, enjoy the night. They got food, they got drinks, they got coffee, they got tea, they got smoothies, they got everything there. They got everything for the little community. Come on, it's just, it's, it's great. It's a great atmosphere. Um, y'all going to love it. <clears throat> it's open mic. Um, plenty of artists there, plenty of different types of vibes. It's just so much fun. So we doing that. Um, we will be making a, a rap function announcement soon. We're doing something special, so we're gonna make an announcement on that. Uh, but yeah, man, it's a lot going on right now. Uh, but you know, y'all enjoy Cosby Crosby first single off TLOL. We gotta talk more about that. You oh know, yeah, in the next segment, man. For sure. Uh, let me end this right here. No. Uh, we pause for the calls. <laughs> How many segments have you? Oh my goodness. <laughs> this is uh this the third. This the third. I think it'll be like, you know, wrap up everything and give it an epilogue or whatnot. Oh, okay, but yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I got uh I got something I wanna do. I want some I got something different that I think, you know, uh will be Somewhat challenging, but since you're NC, mm-hmm. you should catch this. This is not like you know. This is like a freestyle, yeah. but not you know. You're not gonna, you're not gonna rap unless you compelled to, man. Um, okay. Uh, I got this game. I got five words for you. Yeah. I'm gonna throw these words at you at random, man. Um. Background. Um. 
My background is I'm from Mobile, from a great town where I'm trying to hold the crown and be the greatest around town. But you know I got to get that shit on high definition surround sound. I need y'all to hear me from every angle. I really got this invested with the angels. I've been doing this so ludicrous, straight from the south. Word of mouth, I let it spread. You already know I let it go off with the lead. So. Oh man, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they disrespect that. They disrespect that. I thought. <laughs> hey, well, I think that'll hey, man. Shout out, your, that out. shout out your man. She does this, man. <laughs> I love hip hop. Okay, uh, since we on that note, since we on that vibe, spirituality. Uh, my spirituality is not a casualty. I be focusing on going within. I don't care about the life that these people be throwing. They be trying to throw us on a spin. Why you trying to spin the block? You trying to get the gun cocked? Nah, that's not the way to go. You got to take the higher road. So I really been on that type of time. So when I put it in my rhyme, it's really powerful because I feel like I'm in my prime. I'm really talking that type of talk that's just divine. Man. <laughs> culture I just see a lot of people talking about the culture But they just really be culture vultures I'm going to leave it just at that <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna leave that one just at that That's just a statement <laughs> Rap function Rap function is where X marks the spot, is where the whole culture meets, is where everybody is at. That's where you can see everybody. And that's where we set the bar at a, at a high level. And when people get there, they get to bask in the glory of great artists and a community of artists from their own city that's, that's holding it down on that level. People that y'all could champion, that y'all feel like are your local rap superheroes. You know what I mean? So it's just like rap function is like a watchtower for that. Hmm. I like that. I like that. Um, projects. Too many projects coming this year. Usually I talk a lot, and every time I talk a lot, it's, things don't manifest. But I'm gonna just leave that at that. It's it's this year. My focus is to, you know, press the issue of UBH of Ali Kazam and really be out here and, and 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 i'll just say like this uh you know who i'm studying you know who, who i'm following the footsteps of as far as just like blueprint of how to do this who that who that currency oh man yeah so just okay. let that sink really? in on what that on what that means it was gonna happen this year and what he's been producing <laughs> what he's been releasing and that's what shadow you're the, the amount of stuff he has released in yep. the 10-year period man Come on, man. Like untouchable. He had it's it hasn't been said how he outlasted a lot of people in certain eras. Like he came through on the blog era. He's yep. got some stuff that's still out Diamond Supply. The rapping on the tour bus video. Come on, man. With Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne? Yeah. What? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Somebody put Spitter, that up on bro. there just to remind folks. And you know how many times Spitter has come to Mobile? Like he loves Mobile. Like he, he loves Mobile. He for got real. love for us, bro. Yeah, he got he got he be, he, I remember my boy. Shouts to my boy Michael. My boy Michael told me like he 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 when he was uh, uh seeing him perform. They caught each other eye to eye. And Mike, he be knowing everything that Currency does word for word. He was saying that shit word for word. 
and currency caught eyes with him. And he was like, yeah, we just locked in. He was spitting it with me. I was like, bro, that's a crazy moment. That's <laughs> Imagine your favorite rapper just locking in with you. And he just, he's like, he noticed that you know it that good. <laughs> so he's acknowledging you like, shit, let me spit it with you. I'm going to lock in just with you. Yeah, that's my For like shit. 30 yeah, straight seconds or something. Too. Like, yeah, bro, that's like, so he's hard. Like, he's on the like, yeah, that's my shit too, man. Man, shout So, so like, like, to answer your question, that's what I'm doing, bro. Like this year, I'm focused on um, that level of consistency. Man, I think you first, first, I think you just, you just christened a new, uh, addition to the show right here. I'm going to call it five words. Five words. Thank it's just going to be that simple. Five words. Five and words. It's just like, yeah, yeah. You the, first, you the first MC lyricist to come on here, wordsmith to come on here and actually do that. And yeah. that the bar is set high already. Two! You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so for Two! anybody on here who like, you know, listen to this, go back and listen to this. And this is what you must do on the program from now on. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I mean, it ain't got to be strictly like it could be whatever you want it to be. Your five words is your five words. How you express it? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you know you don't exactly have to rap. It's just that Ali Kazam freestyled the whole thing um, off the tizzop. Yeah, man. Um, we just this this segment, this segment don't even have to be that long since it's going to end the show. Um, any any closing words, any thoughts or moments of zen that you that Man, you have? I just want to say the life we live, yeah, the life one live to live advice. one's life. Man, look, check this out. For, advice for, for that, everyone man. out here living life right now. I just want everyone to know you're not the only one. We're all going through hectic times right now. Every one of us, every last one of us, you're not alone. It ain't just you. Everyone's going through an extremely turbulent time right now. Right now, the main thing about life is perseverance. You need to find ways to persevere. And you just can't give up. Every day you got to get up and find whatever new way. And every time if you need to restart, do that. And don't be scared to restart 100 times in a row. Do that. Whatever it takes to get you back to... Because that's what I'm doing right now. These projects are a way for me to heal. Every project, I get a chance to let off some steam, talk about certain things, relate with other people about it, go perform and have fun with it, go live life, have experiences. Oftentimes, I've been in a corner in my room contemplating life. So now this part of my life, it's active. We hungry. We own it. We having fun. You know what I mean? We get into that bag. We taking care of our families. We uplifting mankind. Real shadow talk. Mm, yeah. What better way to end this than that? I don't think nothing else needs to be Shouts said, to but... Fresh and My Fresh podcast. Oh, that, bravo. Thank you, my yes, brother. Yes, yes. Shouts I, to... I, I love the opportunity. Come on, I man. just, I just created... I manifested the opportunity to just have that spirit to do this podcast. Everything... Y'all is- always check out Fresh and My Fresh. You know what I'm saying? One of the best podcasts from day one. A true historian, a true lover of the culture. And, um... You know, and sh- just shouts to everybody in the city, like we said. Big shouts to my whole squad, UBH. Yes, definitely. Um, and definitely. we're growing that roster, so be on the lookout for. Shout out. Uh, yeah.
we gotta do that outro over because <laughs> we're the last parts where we shout out everybody you know what I'm saying um damn the whole mobile rap community people I've heard people who I love and haven't heard and who I love I love y'all even if I ain't never heard y'all y'all doing music at mobile y'all influenced by something y'all influenced heavy um shout out to the to the uh printed mohawks who never get shouted out um the whole uh the whole uh, vicinity of tolmanville trinity gardens uh happy hill snug harbor pritchard homes chickasaw homes uh I'm forgetting somebody. All that all that around Oh, the Boterra. Of course, the CPT. Uh down the bay. The DIP. Uh Navco all around. All around the city. Cause this is for y'all. Uh, you got any closers? Man, I just love seeing all the new faces in the city and seeing all the familiar faces in the city and everyone just bonding together, recognizing that it's good It's good to build each other up, man. We all in the city. Let's um, swap resources with each other. Let's build with each other. Let's network. And let's get out the city as well and, and you know, Plant that mobile flag in other places as well. Let them know about us. Bring them down here. Create a culture down here that is, you know, in- inclusive to mobile, but also open arms, like we said, to, you know, open it up to other other cities, bringing in different people. Um, but I, we, we got a good eye on who's really dope, you know, because we don't I'm honest, man. I like being honest. I don't like playing all that, all the games and stuff in today's PC culture. Like, we not with no trendy or whack rappers. Like, we gonna attract the dopest rappers for real. As far as, like, rap function or UBH or anything like that. We wanna work with and attract all the dopest, dopest rappers. Shine the light on them. That's facts. That's real words. That's real words being spoken from a man determined. Thank you. And you're gonna see what he's you're gonna see what he's doing, man. Um Fresh My Fresh once again, thanks you. Uh, oh, oh, here's a lost gem from mm. the first episode we did. Um yeah. I asked you what was your number one, numero uno. Don't think it could be moved from the top spot. Mm-hmm. Uh a classic rap album. Number one classic rap album? Yeah, I know what you're going to say. I mean, I already know the answer, so, you know, because we talked about it. We had to talk. I want, go ahead and say it. Uh, I don't know what I said last time. Did I say Elmatic? Is that what I said? Nope. Oh, I didn't say You said yours. Your. Mine? Yeah. Man, ultimate ever. I don't know what I said. I don't remember what I said. Maybe I said Black on Both Sides. Nope. Or maybe I said College Dropout. Nope. What did I say? You right at it too. Oh, you at the doorway for Dark it. Fantasy? Nope. What did I say? You gotta keep going. It ain't even in the same orders, but it's, that, a, it's a tribe album? Nope. <laughs> you leaving you you in the same area, but you you the left the spot. <laughs> Why can't you just tell me? No, cause you know what it is. I, of course I know what it is. I just don't know which one it is. 
How many how many number one classes do you have? You do your do your classes change? <laughs> hey man, my classes change. Yo, number one. Yo, number one. My number one classes change. Just to be fair, the same way people's number one changes every other day. Because that's man. how many great rappers there are. Let's be real. It's great. You, you rap- champ- this record is over. This his album is over ten years old. The, the guy I'm talking about. The guy oh, I'm trying to so get it's you. So recent. Yeah. Oh. Like, think back. I know I didn't say Jesus. Come on now. You in the area, man, but you keep, you, no keep, you keep saying a Kanye album. <laughs> because those are the ones I hold to the to a high magazine. That's another, it's a it's one it's one that I heavily disagree with. And I went and listened to it and I think I called you back and it's like, man, this album ain't no classic. It's a Cuddy album? Yes. A Cuddy album from twenty thirteen? I mean, it's oh when did when did Man on the Moon drop? Oh, Man on the Moon. Yeah, man, on the moon drop like oh nine. Okay then, that's an over ten year old album. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> I was thinking twenty thirteen. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, man, on the moon. Oh yeah, most definitely. Okay. Yeah, most okay. definitely. Okay, I, I, I ain't gonna say that. I think I think I probably said man on the moon two is in. Yeah, cause like I have takes with man on the moon two and black on both sides and a few other albums that i like to just bring up because i feel like they don't get mentioned you know and i really truly feel like they're in the caliber of like absolute classic like absolutely mind-bending amazing music and man on the moon two is just a man that created his own sound his own universe his own world and it's like you can't get that vibe anywhere else and it just feels so unique when you're immersed in that world it's just different. I feel like the one thing you can say about Cuddy is you can give him the the nod of being one of the most original artists hip hop has ever seen. Like by far. Like dude is so original. I ain't never heard no shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wanted you to be more in depth this time around with it because like, you know, how people say people on the internet Define something that's classic. It's, it's classic, and it's classic just because they can use the word or oh, something yeah, like yeah, that. I you feel know? you. I feel yeah. You. So you know, what's what's not a classic to me could be classic to somebody else. Yeah. And everybody has their. Well, I feel like it's 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 um it's a few different levels of classic. I feel like there's cult classic that you have a loyal fan base, but it's at a smaller number, right? It's a cult classic. Then I feel like you got like a soft classic to where it's just like. You know it's classic, but it ain't as classic as a Illmatic or a Reasonable Doubt or Life Life After Death. You know what I mean? It's it ain't a, on that level. I different. feel like that's a hardcore classic. Yeah. That's like a strong classic. Yeah. So that's how I look at it. It's like three tiers to classic, you know? Right. And like like the Man on the Moon 2 album, I feel like it'd be like probably like that second tier. It'd be like that second tier classic. And you, some people might even argue called classic. Either or, it's a classic. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, so that's kind of how I rank albums like that. Okay. Classic. Okay. Though. Okay. Cause see, everybody has a different. Mine's, mine's, used to be. Uh, if it's over ten years old, it's, it get, it gets a classic status or whatever. But yeah. it was the type of artist that I was listening to. Yeah. At the time that people started talking about what's a classic album was usually after a 10 year mark for an album like okay like 
LL Cool J's first album, Eric B and Rakim's Paid in Full, uh, Ultra Magnetic MC's Critical Beatdown because it wasn't a it wasn't a time to where albums were just old albums was just around in the store like that like people cherish stuff when it first came out but when it became like played out then it got put back into the record sleeve or into the collection and stuff and you didn't hear it again unless you you know you was just a, a fanatic about it or whatever you know what i'm saying like so stuff disappeared but then it came back so the first classics came out of that came out of that uh, era where people in rap took album making seriously, you know. And then you have your 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 albums that have like all you know the hits and the album cuts to make it a real balance. You wouldn't try to make an album full of singles, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And some of the most creative albums came out of a certain creative era, which was like the middle of the '80s late 80s going into the 90s because production had raised it a level. You know what I'm saying? It, it, everything sounded different from Curtis Blow, Beastie Boys and stuff like that and it was rapidly it was rapidly changing. Yeah. At the, at the same point albums were getting made to where they're taken seriously. Like these albums are actually winning awards. These yeah. albums are the things that you talk about as a journalist, you know what I'm saying? Every every other person, every other oh, writer that didn't get to be a rapper, they ended up being journalists. Yeah, I got one for you. Right, Lupe, the cool, undoubtedly, ten plus years. Come on, man, ain't no way. It's undeniable. I like, I like food and liquor better. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at Even that. Even though it's a direct link with the cool, the cool was like yeah. a movie. The cool was man, like a movie. Wow, uh, hurt wow. me so. The wow, third wow, verse wow. on Hurt Me So is one of the greatest food liquor, verses. Food and liquor. Food and Come liquor. On, food and liquor was like an anime. You know what I'm saying? Food and liquor is an absolute undeniable classic. Food and liquor I is... I wasn't... Well, you know... I ain't Come on, saying, man. I ain't saying that. I know I was on it. Uh, front, the front, my friend, my homies put me on it. My homies it's put me on it and stuff. You know what I'm saying? I was like... Kick and push was cool. Yeah. But then it's like, okay... I'm going to hear it if it's there. And I heard it, and it was there. You know what I'm saying? Like, Lupe was super nerdy style on that album, you know? The, uh, what's that, I Gotcha? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's rapping about a bar of soap on, on I Gotcha. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> there's, other th there's other things that's on there that I like. I like um, the actual, the song version of The Cool. Oh my God! Produced yeah, by yeah, stupid crazy. Yeah, I like how he did. Story, now I like how he did that because he it. did the whole he Come did the on, whole man. story on the next album. The shit is crazy. Shit is crazy. to a whole different style and a whole different beat. Right. I mean, I felt like the cool gets accepted because he got so much. He got so much multi-tiered subject matter on that song to where it, hey, went, it, 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 it has this second life as a pop album, too. It's a, that, I'm glad you said Every that. Every track is like that, too. Because he know doesn't get enough credit for it's a huge misconception. They think he's just nerdy, but when you listen to his music, 
he's way more artistic than any of y'all. He's way more versatile. The man got rock tracks on his album. The man singing. The man doing his own hooks. The man, yeah. the man got hit records and sold millions of records multiple times. He got more hit records than any of y'all favorite rappers. Y'all got to do your research on my guy. Food and Liquor and The Cool are undeniable 10 out of 10. A rating them is disrespectful. You don't rate no <laughs> shit like that. What are we talking about? Do you rate EPMD albums? No. They unrateable. They just God level. Well, you know I, I mean? well I'm going to correct you on that. EPMD albums have been rated. Yeah. All of them got four mics in the source. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> what, the first four? Just about the first four and... and but that's how I feel about Lupe. Yeah, like okay. them two albums are yeah. undeniable. I don't, I don't like, I don't like that disrespect of like people say how complex it is. Because to me, all I'm hearing you say is I don't want to think. All lyrical rap. I don't rap. like using the brain that God gave me. It's like, come on, fam. What we all that, about? all the lyrical rap gets, gets sniped at because that folks claim it's hard to understand. But if any, out of anything, I, f- I find that more. More rappers try to be more poet-like, yeah. more, more poetic. You know, everybody knows bars is winning. So it's it's hard to understand if you if you're like the type of person that doesn't like to take the time to unravel stuff. You know what I mean? And it's fair if you actually got a busy schedule or something. I get that. But if it's like if you got the time, remember how we came up on like the hip hop forums? Yeah, and yeah. People just like breaking down, like yeah. Oh, he's talking about this. He's talking about that. It's like, oh boy, that shit was so live to me, man. <laughs> I, it was just engaging as a fan. Like I love it. Like it felt like a detective. Like I'm figuring out bars. I'm seeing what Jay saying over here. I'm seeing what this person saying. I'm saying what Fab is saying. I'm saying what Cassie's. It's like it, bro. It was a lot of wordsmith throughout the years. Cannabis, too many to name. So it's just like breaking down bars, and then when a song is great on top of that. That's a that's a sign of a truly great artist. You know what I mean? Like truly True great. True enough, I, I agree with you. You know, because if I ruled the world, the story I heard was when it came out, people slept on it. That Joker didn't really become a world-renowned record till years later. So it just goes Wait, to show. Wait, talk about Nas? Yeah. It was pushed as a single. It was pushed as a single from. But, but I heard it. It didn't. It, 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 it was more the music. It yeah. was more. It was more. But now, years later, new fans that hear it, they think this is like an all-time great record. You know what I mean? They're because like, this is because they're new heard. fans. Because they're new exactly. fans. The defining, exactly. defining thing is that I know what you accepting. Newer fans go, yeah. going to be accepting of your music, of course, than people that heard your music exactly. in the era. I remember, I, and I always hear this about New York. They will straight up dish you if you come out in your album. Your song is not, you know, his song. That was one of Nas's first songs to get like radio rotation like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he came out. This is him coming off of Illmatic, and then like you know, uh, he's making guest appearances on people's on people's stuff. He's guest appearing on a Coogee rap record. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and he all his stuff is making the mixtapes. Right. All all the stuff that him, Jay, DMX, Ja Rule, and all them did, they made what's what DJ Clue would do on mixtapes and all that. It's just that you heard it every day. Mm-hmm. And Nas was just going in on the fact that he was capitalizing. People was capitalizing off the attention he, he stirred up with Illmatic, you know, even before. Like, ain't too many people in rap history has their first album be held as a classic and ain't nobody heard it yet. 
crazy. Before it got released, Damn. daddy, the source had already decided we go, we go, we gonna give you five mics, just off of the people who making your beats. DJ Premier, Pete Rock, Q-Tip, Large Professor, yeah. who discovered you. And folks was waiting for this. Folks was waiting two years. Folks waited two years. Dang. He started up that much. And the album came out and did what it did. The thing, the thing about it is that Biggie came out months later. Yeah. Dropped his first album. It sells. <laughs> and he gets the love. Mm. He gets the love he should have gotten. Yeah. His album ain't ready to die ain't as good as Illmatic, but it's right there in the top releases of 1994. Right. You need you need you needed to get that. Right. You needed to get that. And it showed people, you know what I'm saying? You ain't got to be a fan of him. He made it's a good album. Illmatic definitely I definitely did hear that. Like it's it's not until like years later until that really, really got picked up. Till people really appreciate the hip hop heads bought it. Yeah, same thing with Reasonable Doubt. Like it didn't really like hit when it first came out. It took some time. Now that's what folks don't understand when they make the videos. That's a whole nother subject too. You know, when people make the little TikToks and say how Jay Z wasn't the best rapper, wasn't the hottest rapper of the year in any years that he dropped and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't do it to everybody. They don't do it to everybody. It's, it's people that be. You know they don't enjoy the music when they go when they go that far and try to criticize. First of all, you misconstruing you mis you, if you misconstrue lyrics, you are that one whose word we should take serious yeah. as far as like critiquing this music. Right. You know, everybody ain't a journalist. Right. Everybody ain't a journalist. Right. Everybody ain't you know. Everybody yeah, you know some respect on on hip hop. Right, right, right. Because anybody perspective, journalist perspective, because anybody fan perspective. Ooh, it's legend got, perspective too. Because like, I get into it with more. I I didn't got into it with more legends online than in it. Like That's I shouldn't wild. even. I shouldn't even. I shouldn't even entertain. This is the reason why we shouldn't entertain certain musical conversation for certain people. It's been so many people online, yeah. just on Twitter alone, call themselves hip hop historians and say they are like, you know, like I used to rock I used to rock that uh fat boys crushing. I used to rock that hammer. You know what I'm saying? Somebody said somebody said crisscross was a very influential act. And I'm just like the two teenagers that Jermaine Dupree produced, man, somebody said something. I used to block goofy people for saying something stupid out of the way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and just disgusted discussing anything on Twitter. Music wise, it'd be pointless because the internet is full of people that know everything. They know everything. You can't prove Duper wrong at any turn. Case in point, man. I hate to have to do this. But I'ma say this. Some people gonna know what I mean. Uh, I was, I was on Twitter like a couple of weeks ago, and I seen somebody post a picture of, yo, if y'all think hip hop Twitter is bad, look at what's going on on Facebook hip hop. <laughs> and someone he screenshotted a picture of somebody posting that, DOS effects 
would body both Outcast and Mob Deep. And it's like, by this time, I know certain things are done for attention and then folks ain't nothing going on on their pages. So they try to get traction this way from a big audience and that's like baked. So it was like somebody jumped up and said, this was stupid. And somebody said, this could actually happen. Then someone, this certain someone says, Dasafix birthed outcast. And it's like, oh man, somebody asked where the receipt was. He pulls off this article where Andre 3000 says that he listened to a lot of Dasafix. I countered that with, he also said that hieroglyphics and freestyle fellowship and shit like that were his influences. He listened to a lot. He listened to a lot of hip-hop, Tribe, Tribe Called Quest, De La Soul and stuff like that, you know? He also listened to a, a whole lot of MC Shy D, Tony MF Rock, a whole bunch of rappers from Miami in the 80s. So what you gonna say there? You gonna say that outcast straight up bit Dossifis. Man, what well, the whole world was biting Dossifis with the iggity wiggity and stuff, you know what I'm saying? They stopped doing that style on their second album, then came back on their third and made a classic, which showed you they should have never stopped it. But to say Outkast bit Dossifis, let me tell you something. Outkast style existed even before they did it. Because everybody has that style of trying to jam words into it and how you wrapped it and captured that is how you say it you know what i'm saying i'm broken to the broke down rabbit like you know stuff you know big boy whole style is like that there's a lot of people who start out rapping like that in in the south especially in mobile you know you had a whole bunch of people that try to clone bone thugs and stuff like that you had a lot of people that try to clone ugk but to say that's a fix man that's i hate i hate when legends go out like that. This is one half of the producers, Scott Solid Scheme, who produced for Dos Effects, by the way. And it took me a few tweets to find out who he, you know, realized who he was. And it's just like, wow. What was the next thing he said? He said he they sampled, they sampled Dos Effects of Benz or Bima. And you know everybody knows what scratch in hooks is when Mr. DJ of Outcast uh, it's scratching in the hook, you know. Everybody did this. Gangstar, Matt Gangstar made a living off of this. So it's just like you have to leave certain, you have to maintain your energy for other activities because participating in online discussions with rap on Twitter is not, it's not, it's really not the way. You know, people actually die on hills and be on the wrong side of history and dying on those hills. So salute to all the uh, hip-hop historians out there who actually do the work, got books, got events tied into all their work in hip-hop. That's what really counts. Um, we can end it on this note, man. Um, didn't even mean it for the outro to be that low, but <laughs> <laughs> here we are. Uh, on behalf of... Uh, Fresh from my fresh, Ali Kazam, Unicorn, Bonnie Hunters, and the whole rap community in Mobile. You know, let's um, go, man. Yeah, UBH, yeah. Ali Kazam. Let's grow. Let's grow.